Kawhi alone inside. He's got the breakaway with the touch to the right. Go! Official podcast of your Minneapolis City Soccer Club, brought to you by Summit Brewing Company. Oh, the off-season life. It feels so good, folks. Kicking back, watching soccer without so much stress, and scouring the country for homegrown boys that would <laughs> look look fresh in a city kit. <laughs> this is the People's Pitch Podcast, the <laughs> official podcast of your Minneapolis City Soccer Club. I am your host, John. So glad to be back. And alongside me is Nate Morales. Nate, have you been doing... What have you been doing the past few months, man? Has it really been a few months? I feel like time means nothing when there's no Minneapolis City in my life. (laughs) There was like that dead period between the end of the Minneapolis City season and the beginning of the Premier League season when I don't... I can't tell you a single thing that happened in my life or in the world. (laughs) You know, it was like we left... uh, We left left New Bohemia streaming the uh the playoff game and it yep. was like no no one talked after that <laughs> we did just leave didn't say a word to each other i think we did one more podcast and then it was like well, yep, well. time to go time to go into the negative zone right yeah so the negative zone is over folks so much to get to on this show we'll be back into our semi-regular off-season basis over the next few months I know you missed our voices, and we definitely missed you. Uh, you know what I don't miss, though, Nate? Is, uh, <laughs> what? He, is, is hearing uh, from someone somehow connected to Duluth FC responding to us on social media about a- everything and anything Oh, my God. It's like it's cl- it's clockwork. They were like... they were kind of on the high horse for a little while after <laughs> after doing so well. It's like we could, the the team couldn't tweet shit out without them being like, yeah, well, here's our trophy. Right, you. and you know what? You know what? Good on them for winning a, a trophy. I I take nothing away from success on the field, whether I agree with it or not. But it was just like we're you know we're we're doing this or that during the off season. It's like Duluth guy says this. It's like ah, so a little bit of a. A reprieve from that for a while was, yeah. was kind of nice, but but today we'll cover some news that I'm sure most people who follow our club will have great interest in. First, we will tackle the giant question mark that is the soon-to-be unveiling uh, that of what is our introduction to the retail world in the new club shop. And as always in the off season, we we tend to touch on it, but we we've promised to make more of an emphasis this year than in the past. Uh, well, our, our city at school. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it seems like yesterday we announced the, the faces of the 2018 roster, but the boys are back at school and are more than a few games in. So it seems like they're killing it just like they did this summer. And uh, why not dive back into what, what these these household names over the summer are doing when they're not with us. Yeah. Well, first, John, I think I want to. We want to get into the the big news that Minneapolis City dropped this off season, and of course, I'm talking about the opening of a club shop. Uh, the shop will be located down on 
38th uh, in South Minneapolis. It's right next door to Ted Cook's 19th Hole Barbecue. Have you ever been, have you ever been to Ted Cook's, John? I have. Been oh to my Ted God, Cook's. the Ted Cook's, and it's um, further down the street is Northbound uh, Smokehouse and Brewery, which is delicious to eat at. So it's a pretty sweet neighborhood. It's also a quick bike ride from my house, a good five minutes. Real, <laughs> so I love the location. Uh, not the only reason I'm incredibly excited for this development, the opening of our club shop. Well, the thing is, Nate, is like, have you ever been to Ted Cook's Barbecue? Even if you're like picking it up and not smelled like Ted Cook's when you got home, no matter how long you were there. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Like, that means like all the all the merch is going to smell like delicious barbecue pork. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. As long as... Buy, buy two. Yeah. Just buy two. Buy, buy two. Just huff your merch. <laughs> um, you know what's funny, John, is Mindy and I were just talking about this as a business idea recently. Like, what's something that we could do to make some make some extra money? Why don't we open like a like a local like community soccer shop that Minneapolis City could could sell their stuff at, and we could have people over for events, and the club ends up and ends up beating us to it. Um, yep. The announcement kind of came right out of the blue. Details are really really scant as far as how it came about. And uh, and really, what's going to go on inside there, and what it even looks like in there? Um, and this, John, is one of those things that you can't give us any insight in. It's not really your area of expertise. No, if you're, if you're close to our club, there's there's specific silos of of all the the leadership and and what they do, and it's it's no no shocker to the people who are listening to this that are regular listeners that my I, my focus is the product on the field, and it's I I. <laughs> I have some input when it comes to things like, does this jersey look cool? Or um, <laughs> should we make or, this hat? Yeah, should we make yeah. Well, which was one A on my list this summer, as you as you know. Get a dad um, hat made. Yeah, yeah. Get a dad hat made for my tiny baby head. Um, but no, I I don't I don't dive into the business side of things as much as other folks like Dan or Sarah or or others connected to the club. So yes, I don't have a ton of detail, but I do have a, a level of detail that's higher than the average bear. Yeah. So here's what we know so far. Um, the shop is really going to be more of an event space. I think just featuring like a part-time merch sales situation, probably right only like once or twice a week since it's going to be run by people with full-time jobs and staffed by people that, that work 40 hours a week already. Right, John? Yeah, correct. So I'm thinking, like, I'm hearing, we've been hearing, you know, preliminarily 10 to 2 on Saturdays, maybe maybe once in a while on Sundays um, for now, uh, until maybe the demand is there to hire, and the sales are there to hire someone a little more often. Um, and I think poten- it sounds like potential activities that the shop is exploring are, you know, some watch parties for big games, member a good place for member meetups the occasional player appearance maybe here and there um you know things like that as far as the merch they're of course going to have plenty of minneapolis city swag but sounds like the the shop is also going to be rotating in some non-club branded items that celebrate minnesota soccer history it seems like they've been teasing a couple of these things out on twitter from art from like local artists right yeah, local artists and some some folks nationally as well. You know, I mean, we 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 tapped up Matt Wolf to do our 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 um, you know our throwback logo and design our jerseys. So so folks like that. But also one thing to to not um, skim past is the fact that we'll be also um, sharing space with Stimulus Athletic Apparel. So oh, okay. They'll be there with um you know their their lineup of of you know a- apparel from a 
a team perspective. So, you know, they'll be able to, uh, Jason Mora, who, who runs Stimulus, will be able to um, also use the space uh, alongside of us to showcase all the great um, work that he does specifically in the in the lower level soccer tier. But yeah. if anyone's interested in in getting involved in, in getting some gear for their, their teams or their clubs, he'll be able to uh, to use the space for that as well. Oh, okay, cool. So a little bit of a half of the stimulus home base, half the stimulus uh, maybe storefront if he's around, and the other half Minneapolis City. Yeah, or like... 60 40 i don't know yeah. we'll figure that out yeah yeah <laughs> 80 20 who knows so we we connected with dan just today to ask him like why open a shop because you know it seems like a pretty great great idea it's obviously one that other people have had i think like yourself <laughs> like myself but i think the um you know the the best iteration of this right now is what Dustin is doing over at Talisman Caps where he's really built a great community around his soccer shop. He's been able to sure. um, come up with some really great designs and people just kind of swing by and hang out. Really, they just don't they don't even have to buy anything. They just kind of chill, watch some soccer and uh, and shoot the shit, which is kind of I think what we would want to do uh, from a Minneapolis City standpoint. And uh, Dan says, you know, pretty classic Minneapolis City. Opening the shop is just another harebrained idea that it feels like is uh is just kind of like out of the blue but i'm sure there's been a lot of planning behind it and he's put a lot of thought behind it um it sounds like you know it's definitely going to give the club a spot to build community with the fans and i think that's very important i think it's important to be able to have a space where people can approach the the club not necessarily ownership but at least the people that are involved in the club and to kind of feel like we're all in this together you know, you know what I'm saying? It's going to definitely right. give us a home, feel like a space of our own. And, and I think that's really valuable for, for what the club is trying to do as far as building community, work working with the community, giving back to the community, all a great location, um, a great home base for, for that great work that we're doing. Right. And a good example of that would be like the, this, this evening after after day jobs were, were ended, I, I met with a, a, a potential new player who's interested in, in joining up with with city and uh and and the conversation organically led to like so where do, where do i where do i go to buy some of that cool merchandise i see on the internet and it was or you know like i said it was organic it it, it moved into well hey we're you know we're, we're opening a, a location where you can you can come on down and actually try stuff on instead of oh, instead of just praying yeah yeah and and you know him being a relative you know insider to what we do is still an outsider when it comes to this particular topic. So mm -hmm. um, I think there's a desire for folks to not only get together as a community around soccer, but also to, to just buy cool stuff. Yeah, I just let's just buy cool stuff. I hear that. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, you know, it's definitely allow, going to allow the club to do some really fun stuff within the broader soccer community um, to get Minneapolis City's name out a little more, holding these events, seeing what kind of people we can draw beyond the citizens, beyond people interested um, in just, you know, NPSL, but maybe some people that just might be interested in soccer culture in general. So that's great. And hopefully the club will make some money off of it, and it's not just going to be you and me hanging out after hours playing Xbox, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I think... <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? No, not, uh, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, I mean, it, it will be a place where we can, can we can conduct some of our shows from there, and you know, like like you said, just like a general meeting place for folks. And you know, there 
I think there's a desire for for something. You know, you look at what Dustin's doing, and and he he's got the traction for it, and you know, it's not necessarily competing efforts, but it's it's just a a home base for us, and we don't have our own ground like the Milwaukee Bavarians do, where there's a beer hall and you know hundreds of years of history and a bunch of youth uh, squads, yeah. Yeah, so we and and we've kind of prided ourselves around not being necessarily built on a youth pyramid. Mm-hmm. So things like this are important to us to to gain attention and traction with our fan base. And it's, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say absolutely. I think it's gonna when you think about like all winter long, some of these some of the players are gonna be out. Uh, at the Y, some of these players are going to be out and about in town, ta- you know, talking to kids, working with kids, um, talking to, just talking to people about what they've been doing all summer. And this idea that they don't have to say, wait until next year to check out what Minneapolis City is all about, mm-hmm. and that they can just say, yeah, come on down to the club shop this Saturday and talk to some people. You know, it's going to be easier for us to get, to get, you know, youth teams involved as ball kids. It's going to be easy to, easier to like forge these relationships with uh, with the community that we really want to um, that we really want to start fostering, so I think it's pretty right. cool. Right. Yeah, and, it, and it's really groundbreaking from a perspective of fourth tier soccer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know anyone else who's doing this, and and we've kind of prided ourselves Detroit. on. Well, Detroit, but I mean they're they're totally different. They're yeah, they've got their own clubhouse and all that shit. Right. Um, so you look at someone like us, and and this is we don't shy away from being. Uh, visionaries by any any means or bragging about being visionaries right exactly (laughs) so yeah love us or hate us we're gonna do it our own way and this this is another thing we decided to do our way and and let's let's hope it works yeah man so we get our first uh peek under the under the tarp if you will uh the club shop is going to open to much fanfare on september 22nd that's a saturday rumor has it that legends from the kicks the thunder minnesota united will all be popping in throughout the day as well as legends from this year podcast john yeah absolutely. <laughs> i will for sure i will for sure be there uh bright and early on the 22nd to watch i think it's a liverpool game and chug some coffee i am definitely excited to see what the rest of that day is going to bring i think if you're interested in heading down there and you're interested in keeping up my dear listener with the goings-on of the club shop um, the best way is of course one become a member of minneapolis city which you can do at mplscitysc.com otherwise you can just follow the club on social media it's super easy and they're gonna of course be uh, blasting out everything that goes on in that shop on social media. So um, yeah, and I think um, if I, if I don't make it down there with uh, with the the family in tow on Saturday, I'll be working for sure a shift on Sunday. So you don't have to necessarily come just for the the first day. It's it's, it's pretty much a whole weekend ordeal. So oh, it, is it, it? Yeah. So if you, if you miss me on Saturday, I will be there on Sunday. All right, sweet. Well, that grand opening. Oh, um, it sounds like if you make a full kit order. Uh, during that grand opening weekend, you're going to get a free goalkeeper kit. Um, so that's pretty cool. So if you order a home and away kit, you get the goalkeeper kit for free um, through the at the club shop. Might as well. <laughs> News to me. News Buy, to me. I'm Buy, looking on the website, and that's what it says. Buy two, get one free, basically, is what's going on. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, like come I on said, down. B- buy two. Yep. Come <laughs> on knows? down and uh, and check us out. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um John, you you know you mentioned earlier Minneapolis City is definitely in the off season, uh, but 
most of our players are really still plugging away at their respective colleges. There are just there's just so many city players worth following this fall. It could be our full time job keeping up with them. Um, well, it kind of is my secondary full time job. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true. That's fair. Yeah, um, and staying ahead of the, the the curve for players that we haven't identified yet. Yeah, and so that's a lot of people to keep your eye on. Um, but the listener might not have a chance to do that, so we wanted to make sure that in order for the listeners to catch up on all of our crows, we're going to do some city at school coverage over this week and next week. Um, this week we'll be splitting it up. This week we'll do the uh, the NPSL starters, and next week we'll do a lot of the U23 kids, which is going to be pretty daunting considering I would say 99% of them <laughs> are playing in college right now. Yeah, you, you got it, pal. But, but uh, first we're going to check in on our NPSL squad, and who better to start with than Will Kidd, right, John? Yes, Will Kidd. Most of you know him as the blonde wrecking ball that marauded up and down the field on the flanks for City this summer. Um, and even not only just this summer, but since inception as a club. Um, but Will is also a member of St. Thomas University men's soccer team. After uh, a transfer year, uh, seeing him move from Bradley in Division One to St. Thomas in Division Three last season, Will took um, somewhat of a backseat to the likes of players such as Shea Bottom and the Oliver Brothers in his first year as a Tommy. But this year, he is captain kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was selected as a leader of a team this year, uh, and um, in his, I mean, in his, it, it's 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 notable because it's his final year of eligibility in the NCA. So we, we had to see Will move from more of a role player with City uh, in the first couple of years into more of a leadership role this past summer. Yeah. And now him doing it in college, being captain kid. But um, on the back of being named to the all-Midwest region team, Will um, has picked up where he left off in the summer, guiding the Tommies to an impressive undefeated 5-0 and start. You know, undefeated seems to be a common theme around City these days. Uh, no pun intended there, uh, but and, and and leading them, you know, to a, a top ten ranking nationally. So um, in that span, Will has com- compiled seven points on two goals and three assists, uh, with his most notable match coming against UW Superior, where he scored both goals in a two nothing victory. So. Yeah, physically, mentally, tactically, you could really tell this summer that Will Kidd was turning it up for the NPSL season. Um, I remember I asked him about that. Especially that specifically, I think it was after the uh, <coughs> after the game away at Twin Stars. I can't really remember, but I, you and know, you, I, and you got like a, a well, a well, <laughs> a well articulated answer. I assume it was great. Yeah, no, I did. It was, I was actually surprising. But he did say he did mention that like this summer he had made it a goal to step up and to kind of take a front seat with the NPSL squad mm-hmm. in anticipation of being a senior at St. Thomas. Um, so partly he, he did it because it's just where he is, where he was with his game, but really he wanted to show the growth that he has, uh, that he's achieved in order to be looked as, at as a leader and a starter on this St. Thomas team. And he, and here he is, he's a leader, he's a goal scorer. He's really worth watching this fall. Yeah, absolutely. Three St. Thomas home games are notable, uh, coming up this Saturday at 5 PM against St. John's. If you want to catch him ASAP, otherwise next Tuesday, uh, at 8 p.m. against Luther and Saturday the 22nd against Gustavus Adolphus. I think I would highly recommend the games against Luther and Gustavus because they will be also featuring some crows uh, of the U23 variety, right, John? 
Correct. Lots of crows on that pitch. A lot of crows. Check out that entire St. <coughs> Thomas schedule if you want to see what Will is up to at uh, at TommySports.com. Uh, up next, John, Max Stegert. I would say top two uh, players for Minneapolis City this season. What uh, What's Max been up to? So, again, another member of the Crows who was voted uh, all Midwest region, as well as the, the first ever Crow to be named to the national best 11 uh, in the MPSL. So, Max is currently pulling the strings in the central midfield for Central Florida Golden Knights. Um, not one to score buckets of goals, but has shown um, he has, uh, you know, a head, of, a head for the game and, and is really in the, the leadership role of the engine room that is a midfield on any team that he plays for. Mm-hmm. The Golden Knights that he plays with in Central Florida are currently 4-1-1 one, and one, with some big wins that he was part of, uh, specifically Penn State, West Virginia, and a thrilling which uh, game that I watched, a thrilling come-from-behind draw versus number 17th-ranked uh, the Virginia, Virginia Tech Hokies. Uh, Max has featured and started in all six matches this season, um, and look for him to have a big year in his final season. I, I don't think that his year with Minneapolis City by any means was a, a flash in the pan. So um, I do feel that they're they're just on the cusp of a national ranking. If if this week hasn't uh, or next week's rankings haven't already been decided, I think that that uh, his side is is right up there. I think it's easy to say, John, that Max Stewart was a huge different make, difference maker for for City this summer, and his NPSL leading all-star performance has to really just have given him this confidence that he was looking to regain when he joined central Florida and eventually the crows. Um, he, <clears throat> excuse me, I think he's, he, the only way to go for Max is, is to continue developing and, and going up. I think we hopefully have seen just, just the beginning uh, of, of Max's, you know, final couple of years of development here before he he hopefully goes pro and and does something great. Um, so catch him catch him now. He is next in action uh, on this Saturday against Stetson U. In I guess it's a Florida squad. Whatever. Friday the twenty first. <laughs> Friday the twenty first. They'll be at Temple, and Friday the twenty eighth. They'll be at home in Florida against Southern Methodist. SMU, Southern Methodist University. So unless you're lucky enough to travel down south this fall, you can stream all those games on any number of. Central Florida games um, will be streamed from the men's soccer schedule page at ucfnights.com. They've got links for for watching all that stuff. Absolutely. And that's how I do most of my my soccer watching. (laughs) Yeah, hope your bandwidth uh, is good. Yeah, exactly. I just upped my internet today (sighs) just to make sure. Um, So next up we have another uh, of our top performers this summer in Max Kent um, and the final of our all-region selections. Um, Max is doing Max things, anchoring the back line in his third season at McAllister College in the Mayak in, uh, here in the, the Twin Cities. Um, after fighting an illness, uh, a flu-like symptoms, uh, for two matches, Max started and contributed largely to a stingy Scots defense, uh, posting a 3-1-1 record thus far on the season with an impressive 2-1 win over perennial Division Three powerhouse Wartburg. Wartburg. Um, he, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good at soccer, and they have been for years. Uh, but he may not get the sexy stats that his attacking friends do, um, but seeing that he's been part of a defense that gives up the fewest goals in the Mayak um, last season and only two in five matches this season, he's doing the same things that he did to stop attacks in the NPSL. 
Yeah, Max has been battling. He was battling mono for what feels like months. Um, ever since the NPSL Midwest playoffs, when he had to stay home, I remember we were at yeah. we were at New Bohemia, and Max came walking in, looking all sad and sick after <laughs> licking too yeah. many doorknobs or something. Yeah, the kissing disease. <laughs> but despite McAllister's reputation to be um, all defense and no offense, this year they're doing a little scoring, and you have to think that Max's aerial threat is going to start contributing to the score sheet now that he's got his feet under him um, and he's fully healthy. The Scots are away for a few weeks, but if you want to take a little drive, they're going to be at Carleton College September 22nd down in Northfield. But you can next catch Max at home against Concordia College, the Cobnobbers, on Tuesday, (laughs) September 25th. Um, But make sure to circle Saturday the 29th on your calendar, folks, because that is the Kid Kent Showdown, as the Scots will cross the street and square off against St. Thomas uh, Saturday, September 29th. Perhaps that's... uh, That was a game you and I were at last year. That was a fun game. I was going to say, perhaps it's our, our annual uh, brunch and tailgate. I'd the, love that. Uh, the Scotts-Tommy matchup. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, book it down. Maybe we'll start out at the team shop. Who knows? <laughs> who, who knows? Uh, so next up, we have uh, Siku Chroma. So after joining City last year through our open tryout process, Siku really flashed signs of baller status in limited action with the Crows in his first year. Um, the window was always open for him when he stepped on the field to do something special, but, but kind of the knock on, on him was putting it all together for long stretches of a game yeah. um, while he found his NPSL legs. Um, it, it's really what kept him kind of off of the field. Uh, as the summer grew on, he found his groove, and with that, you know, we, we thought in the city headquarters that a year of college soccer would really do him wonders. And boy, it started off very well for him. He latched on at Marshalltown Community College this fall and has picked up where he left off um, with a bang. Uh, the 16th ranked uh, team at Marshalltown in the country. He is featured in all six matches this season with four starts uh, on eight points with three goals and two assists, including two goals in his in the first two min- minutes of his first ever college match. That's not bad, man. He was <laughs> he was ready to rock. Yeah, right. How, ama- like, how amazing right. joining the team as a freshman and you get two goals in the first two minutes. Yeah, Co- he's doing real well. College feels easy at that point. Right. Um, yeah, it makes your math test a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> if you're anything like me, you had you really had no idea that the community college soccer scene was so competitive locally. Uh, but Siku is lighting it up, and I think it's another instance where. Minneapolis City was able to really build the skill and the confidence of, of a young player like him. Because when he was on this summer, he was on. He was striking and assisting with speed and with guile, um, making some moves and making guys look foolish. We can Setting up goals. Yeah. Set, exactly. Like You can only imagine how he's going to look next year after a full year of college soccer, um, continued growth, continued development. I think uh, I think it's going to be he's going to be definitely a player to watch. If, uh, if you want to to dip your toe into the world of uh, community college soccer, you, you can check out mccathletics.com. Uh, maybe take a day trip to Iowa and see what's going on in Marshalltown. Yeah, you know, why not? Soccer's fun. <laughs> All right, next up we have Juan Louise. So coming into City last year for Juan in, in his first season, uh, after his first season at Drake, um, and off being freshly named Gatorade High School Player of the Year, Juan took a bit of time to adjust the physicality, I believe, of the North Conference in the MPSL. 
Um, but as the season grew on, so did his minutes on the field with his most memorable performance coming with a game winner in the 80th minute against the hometown green line rival VSLT, which pretty much shut the door on their, on their season. And, and really was kind of his coming out party with what we, what he really can do given more time on the field in his second year at school. He's found it much harder to come um, by minutes in a very veteran heavy center midfield, but he has featured in all six matches that has seen the Bulldogs go three and three with a very impressive two to one uh, win, which he featured in versus number nine Butler. So as he did this summer, uh, look for him to increase his exposure on the pitch um, as the season wears on. Yeah. You talk about a guy that really grew into the game last summer. It looks like um, Juan is going to have to draw from that experience if he wants to break through at Drake this season. Um, he's, you know, another candidate for a road trip, definitely to head down to Des Moines. This Drake team lines up against some serious competition, John. Um, Loyola, Marymount out of Chicago. Um, Bradley, they've already played Butler, like you said. They've already beaten two ranked teams this year, um, both Butler and Illinois Chicago. So if this, I mean, if you're thinking about heading to Des Moines, Check out September 29th against Central Arkansas. Seems like it might be a an easy game. Um, stat game. <laughs> yep, stat game. But maybe October 20th against that Bradley team that Will Kidd used to be on. Um, looks like looks like the next real marquee matchup for Drake. So later in the fall, uh, keep an eye on Drake. Luckily, Drake is frequently featured on um, ESPN3 or ESPN+, Plus. it looks like. So I don't know if you've got a solid cable package. You could probably keep up from home. If you got rich kid cable, rich kid cable, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, if you got rich kid cable, you can catch a lot of these games. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about Goose, man. We we haven't seen hide nor hair of Goose since he uh, since he hurt himself in our in our opening home game, and I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, so blasting out of the gates in year one with the Crows, winning uh, our young player of the year honors from a club perspective, then becoming a marked man in year two that saw Goose win offensive player of the year, um, being our leading scorer. He found it extremely hard to break into a very talent-rich side that was national runner-up in the University of Indiana in his first two years. Then coming back to a city side where, as you mentioned, high expectations where we, but then we saw him lost for the season due to a, an ankle injury in the first match, which is very disappointing, I know, for both himself and for the team. Um, like I said, high hopes for him. But a, a transfer of scenery has sparked his play as he has moved to the Big East from the Big Ten to play for the DePaul Blue Demons, uh, a very soccer-rich program um, in the Big East, currently sitting on 3-3 three and three to start um, a very difficult schedule for Goose. Um, he's featured in four games while scoring his first goal with the side, uh, his new side, in a three-to-one win versus Loyola Marymount. Sweet. Um, so as his, uh, you know, a, as I see it for him, more opportunity in, in I, I shouldn't say a less talent-rich environment, but Indiana basically gets position battles that are like three guys that play on the under-17 national team or on the under-20 national team. So different, different there than at a DePaul side that that's had historically very solid teams. Yeah. Um, but a lot easier for a guy like goose and his talents to be able to stand out in that environment. So as his playing time increases, look for him to get the, uh, on the stat sheet a lot more as the season carries on. Yeah. I mean, speaking of that Drake schedule, 
the Goose's Blue Demon schedule is like Drake's on steroids. Like if <laughs> being in the Big East, right? Like if Goose right. continues to contribute, he's gonna have to do it against the likes of like Ben Wexler's alma mater at Providence, which will happen on Friday night tonight. If you're listening when this podcast comes out, um, they go up against Sam Forsgren and Tommy Katz, Northwestern University, that same Butler team that Drake goes up against, and then of course um, the Creighton Blue Jays featuring another Crow, Duncan Whirling. Um, well, and uh, Luke Hackinson. Oh, yeah. Luke plays over there, too. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a team to keep an eye on. And they stream. It looks like they have links, or at least they stream all their home matches through their team site at DePaulBlueDemons.com. So it makes it really easy to watch a lot of this great talent from around from around the country and to keep an eye on someone like Goose if you're really a a, a, a Goose fanatic. Um I don't a know if there's of a, the feather? A, 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 if you're a friend of the feather, that's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can't take credit. That's uh that's a uh, a quote from the movie Major League. Oh, still, still. <laughs> uh, or you can take a trip to Chicago if you want. Enjoy a home match against Seton Hall on October sixth. That Butler game on the thirteenth, or maybe that big matchup against Creighton on uh on October twenty seventh. That'd be kind of a cool trip. Chicago rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I wouldn't like to live there, but I do like to visit. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, ne- so next up we have just like uh, Kansas City. Yeah, just yeah, love visiting Kansas City. <laughs> don't think I could ever live there. I don't think I'd be allowed to live there. I guess from from <laughs> from what happens when I visit. Uh, but anyways, I I digress. So uh, next up we have Ian Smith, not one to get the accolades because of his position of strength is really doing the dirty work. Uh, Steve, as he goes by these parts, not necessarily in those parts, um, has been part of the the Phoenix of Green Bay, and, and he's now in his third season, which seems like only yesterday we, we shipped off his baby face to college. Um, he's no longer the fresh upstart underclassman that came in after being the youngest player in club history to feature for the Crows in a match. And also, another uh, city... Trivia question. He was also the youngest captain ever to lead the Crows in a match. Oh, when was that? Uh, that was against Lacrosse oh. in his uh, in his uh, his second season. So um, uh, so last season, yeah. not counting the one we just finished. Um, Steve has just been flat out killing it for both club and for the Phoenix ever since um, he went to school. And coming off of last season's Horizon League championship, the Phoenix are uh, undefeated at 4-0-1. This year, including uh, opening up a brand new state-of-the-art soccer facility, um, where in their first match in their new home, saw Steve set up the game-tying goal in a dramatic 1-1 come-from-behind match versus Hartford, where he saved the day on their new ground. So look for him to continue to do Steve things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then also challenge for another league title. Uh, I think they have the talent in the horizon this year, but also, um, you know, they, they've beaten perennial league power Cleveland State on the road already. Uh, and this just might be the year where we see uh, Steve enter the NCAA tournament. That would be awesome. I think, you know, the horizon league, John, not the sexiest conference to follow in America, but um, keeping an eye on Steve's development kind of makes it worth it. If, if, if you're up for the challenge, it's great to see him more involved in the offense, setting up goals. That's pretty cool. Um, and really rounding out his skills as a midfield threat. And I think that's going to be something that he that he does over the last two years of his college career and, 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 and with Minneapolis City here. UW-Green Bay is not big on streaming, but you might have luck catching one of their away games against maybe one of the bigger schools they play. If you want... 
But, you know, of course, always best to watch soccer in person if you want to round out maybe a nice trip to see the fall colors in Door County. I don't know, with a Phoenix game. They play IUPUI on, on the 22nd. But really the one to watch might be October 20th matchup against nationally ranked UIC, that is University of Illinois, Chicago. Another team that, uh, uh, who beat them? The, uh, that the uh, Tommies beat recently. Was it the Tommies or was it Drake? Anyway, we already saw that. <laughs> i've been looking we are, we've been looking already, at a lot of schedules today folks yeah yeah we're already forgetting shit a lot we of results started, we, we just started the podcast again we're already forgetting shit <laughs> <laughs> um let's talk about something that we didn't see a ton of but we still want to keep an eye on this off season yes tommy katsianis tommy was a bit of a mystery this year with the crows due to northwestern being on a weird trimester schedule uh from a school perspective that didn't see him finish his semester out until well into the North uh, MPSL North Conference schedule in j- the end of June. So coming back for a brief stint with the Crows before he was whisked away back to school by his coaching staff, um, the Crows fans did not get a glimpse of what the city staff saw when we picked up Tommy. And I say that with as much convic- conviction as possible. But the accolades for him at school speak for themselves. He was voted um, Big Ten All-Freshman Team in his first year last year, being uh, his team's uh, top point scorer with seven goals and, I think, 15 assists. So can obviously do it um, from the from the central midfield role from a point perspective. Tommy was also voted this year um, at uh, All-Big Ten Preseason Honors on the heels of uh, of that, he's already featured in all six matches for the, for the school, starting in four of them, all victories in which he started in, so maybe start the kid. I don't know. I'm not that – I'm not a clairvoyant by any means, but maybe start the guy who <laughs> who's carried you to four victories. But they're 4-1-1 one, and one on the season, um, you know, and he's scoring game winners like he did last year. Last year he scored five game winners, and he already has one this year in a, in a hotly contested match that I did catch online – uh, on my rich kid cable against Valparaiso, so let's <laughs> so let's hope that we can get this kid back next summer for more than one week. Yeah, John, I think it, it is true. We only got the slightest of looks at Tommy Cat, and we played in the lacrosse game, which we tied. I know, Blah, <laughs> it was scoreless. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, I think while he's obviously a talent, like his, it, that's twice. When it comes to Tommy and Sam Forsgren, it's twice that the, that city has really been bitten by this northwestern schedule. Um, yeah. So I have to wonder, like, is it's nice to it's nice to have these guys on the roster. It's nice to to train with them and to to kind of give them that off season opportunity and and build that goodwill. But is it really worth it to 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 hope to see them at all over the summer? <laughs> the way things are working out, it feels like nah, maybe not. Um, but still, it's it is. To me, he is a like you said, he is a kid that you you want to watch because he does excite. Of of anyone we've talked about tonight, Tommy Katsianis does the most exciting shit in in games, um, and it it is it, it, you can't help but watch him and just say, God, what if what if he came back um, for a little bit longer this year? Right. Well, I think to answer your question, the reason why you keep a guy like Sam Forsgren who. <laughs> Who, if if uh, we'll, we'll dive into city fol- folklore a little bit, and his, his his first game with city was against Madison Fifty Sixers with eleven guys coming off of a plane back from the Euros in France, where he gets off the plane, hops in a van, drives to Madison, 
scores two goals, sets up the game winner, and 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 kind of just like and, you're like, and then God like, damn it, and then like, why can't it fades off into the sun, like walks off into the sunset, like the Incredible Hulk or something. Yeah, <laughs> like my work here is done. Right, exactly. And but but a player like him or like like Tommy bringing them, putting them on the roster. <clears throat> excuse me. And and bringing them in when we can have them back. Um, it's it's like in in baseball where you get into playoff time and you can make that kind of last late season trade to bring in a, a piece that you might need to make a a run at a, at a playoff. So th- that's what we looked at mm-hmm. with Tommy, knowing he wouldn't be back till late, but thinking like, so if our center midfield from attacking perspective is tired, what better way to ignite that than having a guy like him come in, even if it is for a limited time and you know obviously it was very limited this year yeah but you you keep him in your mind when you're building a team when you're coming from it from my perspective that he can do those things and and you just hope you get him back yeah that's that's fair i get it um if you and i think like i'm I'm with you like i really hope that next season if he does come back to minneapolis city for the summer he will be able to uh, to contribute a little more and really help us with that with that end of the season push because like you said you know that our midfield gets tired. Right. Um, this year we were we were dancing that line by the end of the season <laughs> Injury, where we almost yeah. didn't have enough people really to cover. Um, so if it weren't for the depth of our U twenty threes, we'd have been in serious serious trouble. Um, right. Check out check out some games like like you said, John. Um, Rich Kid Cable features Northwestern quite a bit. The Big Ten uh, Network. Yep. They play Indiana on September 25th, which is going to be a huge and awesome game. Like you said, Indiana is a perennial powerhouse full of um, full of national team call-ups. So that's that's always a that's always a squad to watch. Um, you know, Michigan on the 29th, Penn State on the 6th, and DePaul, we've talked about them, on October 5th. Ninth, so check that out either in Evanston, Illinois, if you want to make a trip, or ESPN Plus, ESPN Three, Big Ten Network, Big Ten. Do they have them? Yeah. Oh yeah, Big Ten Network has has quite a few. They're uh, uh, the games from the conference on. Oh. I don't necessarily know if they're all Northwestern games, but nice. but I mean, Tommy to me is probably playing at the highest level of any of our college players. Yeah, and and he's not just playing at that level. He's contributing at a high level at that at, at that level. So, uh, yeah, definitely check him out. Check him out. See what you could have seen in pink and black this summer. So we are almost at the end of our city at school segment for our MPSL players. So the last player is one that was not with us this summer, but he will be back next summer. So we have to talk about him, or it wouldn't feel right. Kevin Hoof was an original member of the Crows in year one and played a key role in year two and with our Stegman's organization, but with some hiccups due to his coursework at school, he was forced to spend the summer up in Marquette, Michigan, sorting things out to stay on course to graduate on time, um, which, I mean, what other reason what would you have to stay up in Marquette, Michigan? Yeah. Um, <laughs> He was literally the first ever soccer player that the school signed when they when they went uh, into uh, the men's soccer world. And starting off his final season as a three-time captain of the squad, which is very rare in college soccer, um, after the program's growing pains saw them fall more times than not on the losing end, um, 
this season could be the year for Northern Michigan in the old GLIAC conference. <laughs> yes. Um, as they're off to a fast two, uh, two and one start, Kevin has done what he's always done, um, starting and playing every minute of every match in three fixtures for, uh, for Northern Michigan. And I hope this is his year. I really do because he's put in so much work to help build this program that, uh, in his last year, I would love to see it work out for him. And I really do miss this guy, and, and I can't wait to have him back next summer. Yeah, Kevin is a real in a really unique position among our city players that are away at college. And not only is he, you know, not only are we, are we covering him because he's playing it at a high level at college, but really there's a, um, you know, like you said, he's founded this program. Like, he's definitely a leader. He's emotionally invested in this program. He is someone that... Uh, is is helping to to really build something up there and that speaks to his character a lot a lot as much as it does his skill level and that's that's why we love kevin hoof is he's just a great guy with a great character and he's um you know we wish him all the best up there in 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 marquette is there uh is this is marquette one of those one of those places where you're gonna be able to stream online john or is this kind of a check the box score in the morning paper kind of place it's a little A, little B. I mean, you might get a few of their away games, uh, similar to some of the other schools that um, we, we follow our guys at. Um, but yeah, box score checking would probably be where you'll find out more of what Kevin's up to. Cool. Great guy. Great player. Um, wish him all the best this season. And I hope, he, uh, hope he's able to, to find some, some success up there at Northern Michigan and in the GLIAC before he uh, before he graduates and moves on to something bigger and better. And that is all for this episode, folks. Uh, thanks, as always, to our sponsor, Summit Brewing. It's Oktoberfest season, John. Uh, I love it. It's time for one of my favorites to hit the bars and liquor stores. Wait. I'm talking Summit Oktoberfest. This fall, it's time to grab a Summit, grab a hammer, and start schlogging. Summit. <laughs> it's a more meaningful brew since 1986. If, uh, if giving back to the community means a lot to you, maybe it is time to give to the club that gives back. Minneapolis City is, of course, a 501c3 that provides a safe, reliable, and fun environment for young people to play the beautiful game. Uh, look for us all year round playing with kids in parks and community centers all around the city and consider a tax-deductible donation to what is truly a city-focused organization. Come to the club shop. Yeah, come all year round. Yeah, we're always there. Build community and send us mail. It's easy. You got to just hit us up. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at the People's Pitch or hit us up on email at mcscpodcast at gmail.com. Did Bryn email us? I saw he tweeted that he had a question for us and we may have forgotten to check the email. We'll, well, we'll answer. You know it was the, the depths of the offseason, Bryn. So we'll, we'll, we'll breathe life into that one. <laughs> Soon. Well, I just realized that he that he mentioned something on Twitter that he had a question for us, and that I that of course we hadn't had a show yet. Um, so we'll check that out next week. Thank you, Bryn, for all your emails. Um, but somebody else, please email us. Uh, right. I mean, <laughs> before we have to put Bryn on the payroll as a content creator. <laughs> uh, finally, as always, you can hit us uh, or hit the club up at MPLS City SC on Twitter. Make sure to do that to keep up on all the club shop news. Uh, and let us know what you're looking for out of this off-season show. We will be back next week to break down the U23 boys and uh, and talk about how their school campaigns are faring, as well as offer up what is now our annual thoughts on what will, what is the latest edition of EA Sports FIFA title. Um, I think this is our third or third year, John, of of breaking yeah. down FIFA. FIFA 19, 
uh, is coming out September 25th or something. And uh, let's just say, so far we're, we're giving it a meh. Yep. 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 But uh, <laughs> listen more next week, because that is all for this week. We once again will leave you with House MC Miles Stockman Willis, a.k.a. Malaise, with a new track for all of y'all called Loco. I'm Nate. John has been John. We will be back next week, but until then, you got off. Got a lot of the ball lately, yep. balling on them like, like a, a ball, ball. Uh-huh. Solo local pulling hair, crazy. What? Run the show like I ran errands. Soon start going ball, maybe. What? People staring with that brum wearing. Yep. Wanna make uh, you a star, baby. Chromosome yep. to the perfect parent. She way more than alright. Bad bitch in her genotype. Damn right, I'm tryna pipe. Only ride if the settles right. So high that settle like Goosebumps from the linen. Goosebumps cause she's sinning. Baddie, touch her cut. That's hitting. Drop the tape like I'm finished. I should live in Finland. Couple homies speak Finnish. Pen the drug, penicillin. My pocket pissing this villain. My inner drive at the ceiling. Despicable how I'm feeling. Millions like minions. Star slash rap star Built a team support not far They bring the whole PR If only a sliver in my health bar Underdog the way I come back Overcast make them run laps In the club raining cats and dogs Where the fuck the umbrellas at? No, I got the juice. Got a big head, need a wider noose. Yes. Can't feel my face, still it's kinda loose. Feel it. Been the truth, not it approved. Not a chain look like glitter glue. Glitter. Other chain got a darker hue. You. Take a cruise, tip the whole crew. All whole fridge yeah. from yeah. Whole Foods. Yeah. I'm rock hard, stoned offline. Stone. First time that she rock climbed. First. Treat me like some rock candy. Nasty. Now she wants a rock wine. Well worded with a slight slang. Boss. She the same cause her tongue rang. Yum. Throw shade when she sunbathed. 50 bands with my heart hang. Just some G's and G events, she villas chillin', we just venting, speaking French and hailing French, she's trying to get the dream eventually, even if it takes a century, I don't wanna be a Benji, decree to leave the gentry, people starving, truckers, Bentley, money, we greet it, and we pat down for the entry, each assembly, what? If they don't want us, then fuck it, they're lost, team on my back, I still carry the cross, buy what I like, care less about the cards, writing with diamonds, I'm like Robert Frost, life is a movie, the scene is just saw, you at the dentist, I'll leave you in awe, tell you what it is, laid on the law, flicking you off while I'm rolling the raw. Ah.